Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. Hey, what's up? What's up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the Unleash Your Voice podcast. This is a topic that I was literally laying in bed thinking about the other day, and it's even kind of hard for me to talk about, which is this idea of, am I selfish? Am I selfish for stepping in and implementing boundaries? Am I selfish for really taking time to spend time on me? Am I selfish for wanting what I want? Am I selfish for desiring a bigger life than what I want? Am I selfish for wanting a relationship that has really open communication? Am I selfish for asking for what I want or what I need from someone? Am I selfish for speaking about what I believe in? Or am I selfish for asking someone if they can rise up to the standard of what I need in my life and being okay if they walk away and they say no, like, am I selfish? And this is something that if you're anything like me, I've talked about this on the podcast before of like Roman Catholic guilt, right? Where I was actually raised Roman Catholic and I'm not a practicing Catholic. I wouldn't say like, I don't go to church or anything like that. And I have obviously a very strong belief in something bigger than ourselves. Like that's a whole nother story for a whole nother time. And my beliefs are really like integrated into a lot of these podcasts just because I'm really open about what I believe in. But one thing that really hit home for me was this notion of being selfish. Like, am I selfish? Is it selfish to want what I want? Is it selfish to go after what I want? Is it selfish to take time to spend on me? And is it selfish to actually stand strong in what I believe and what I want and what I know I deserve to have in my life. And this idea of selfishness and this idea that it's selfish to want things that make your life really, really good and that you have to like live in the space of sacrifice or live in the space of like always bending to the opinions of others. It's just like so programmed in our psyche. And it oftentimes it's programmed in us to bend who we are to fit the molds and standards of what other people want. But most of the time, we're so focused on what everyone else wants from us that we don't even know what we want and they don't even know what they want because they're so focused on what everyone else wants. And it's just the cycle of people not being grounded in who they are or what they want or what they think or what they believe, which causes us to lose ourselves. And I hear this all the time. I am the unleash your voice queen, right? Like I'm a voice coach and I hear so many people talk about losing their voice. They feel like they completely lose themselves in relationships or they feel like they completely lose themselves in so many different areas of their life. Like maybe they work with a coach and they work with this coach and they just immerse themselves fully in that coach's work so much so that they don't even remember 
how to write content as them anymore. They feel like they're writing as someone else or they feel like they are mimicking other people in the industry that they follow. And so they'll do one of two things. They like won't follow anyone. They'll unfollow everyone to try to regain this power or they'll follow everyone and just try not to look at their social media or maybe they delete their app or they stop scrolling and they think that that's going to solve the problem. Or in relationships, if you find yourself always losing yourself in relationships, like raise your hand if this is you, (laughs) this was me for so long, I would get into a relationship and I would have these habits of bending every part of myself to this other person or what their schedule was, or if they were having a bad day, I'd put everything else on the back burner. And yes, there's something as compromise, but there's also something of holding a standard of what you get to have in your life. So before what I used to do is be so afraid of losing that person that I would just deal with stuff over and over and over again. And we would have the same fights over and over and over again, because I was never fully speaking my truth. Like if you have a pattern in a relationship right now where a fight keeps coming up over and over again and you are the one that's being like, this isn't okay and you have to continuously bring it up over and over again, are you actually being real in those fights or are you beating around the bush? Like there is nothing sexier than potent open communication because we are humans and humans are programmed to either solve problems or get their problems solved and if you are not open about what the real issue is, or if you are not open with your actual feelings because you think you're going to lose that person, there's an amazing Jen Sincero quote, Sincero, Sincero, I never know how to say it. I change how I say it every time, but she says in You Are a Badass, which is one of my favorite books ever. It's the first personal development book that I actually like read and loved and resonated with because of her writing. Everything else is very like strict and stiff. And this is like years ago, right? Now a lot of people say fuck and there's like really cool jokes and everything. But before it was like, like these like businessmen and like everything was written very, very structured, I guess, that I was open to reading, I guess. But You Are a Badass. It's like one of my favorites. But there's this one quote that I'm probably going to butcher, but it's like, you are in control of what you say, but you're not in control of whether people freak out about it or not. So you holding yourself back and not being open and not being communicative and not sharing your feelings because you're so scared of losing someone or hurting someone's feelings or something like that, you are going to constantly be in that cycle of either restricting yourself or pushing down those feelings or holding back on who you are to try to make it work. And you're going to keep coming to that pattern, keep coming to that head, keep coming to that moment of wondering over and over and over again, like, will this ever change? Or you're going to be open about it and it's going to get solved and you're going to push past it and you're going to work through it or it's going to fall away. And that's not in your control, but it is in your control to hold yourself to a standard of what you get to have in your life and to never feel guilty about it. And this is what I hear all the time is people feel guilty for asking for time to be alone, or they feel guilty for communicating what they need in a relationship, or they feel guilty for wanting a certain amount of money, or they feel guilty for wanting to start a business that's just for them or do something that's just for them because they've been trained to be selfless, which what even is selflessness? Like for me, the idea of like selfishness and selflessness, our entire world has literally crafted it into like this idea of needing to be humble, needing to shut yourself down in order 
to you know, take one for the team so other people can thrive. And it's built this structure in our society that no one's allowed to say anything. And if they do, they're like torn down and it's just a way to silence everyone. It really is. It's a way to like keep everyone in their place. But what if you flip that on its head and you stop looking at selfishness or selflessness as this like really greedy, evil thing that you can be and you have to be this self-sacrificing person in order to meet the needs of others and you just looked at it for what it is. Being selfish is being real with yourself on what you need. It's taking time to turn inward and being like, what do I need right now? What do I believe? What do I want? Like taking that time to be obsessed with your own self-discovery so that you can stand strong in who you are in a relationship. So you can be the best version of you so that you can be the best in that relationship. Does that make sense? Like anytime that I've been shitty in a relationship, it's because I haven't been clear on who I am. Or anytime that I've been shitting in a, shitty in a relationship, it was because I wasn't confident. And so because I wasn't confident, I was like trying to either over project who I was and try to like be overconfident or I was so scared of being hurt because I was so insecure that I would like hide away and shy away or run away when it was time to like actually put effort in. I was so scared of fucking it up. So I would just like end it or like walk away or I was so scared of being real about how I felt. So I would, I would walk away before they got a chance to walk away from me. Does that make sense? So I was always in this place of like self-sacrificing or really thinking it was like noble to not have a lot of money or that it was noble of me to constantly be burnt out doing a million things for a million people. Or it was noble of me to like put all my thoughts, feelings, beliefs on the back burner to meet the standards of someone else. And guess what happened? I was miserable. I was awful to be around. It sucked being my friend probably at those times because I was so irritable and I would just held so much resentment for other people because I was like, you did this to me. It was your fault, right? Like there would be coaching relationships that maybe I like didn't get the results that I wanted. I would be like, oh, and I would leave the coaching relationship feeling like a void and not take personal and emotional responsibility for my part in it, which was, I thought this coach was going to save me, or I thought this relationship was going to save me, or I thought this other thing was going to save me. But really, I just didn't take the time to actually ask myself what I wanted or get to know myself enough to not lose myself in those instances and those standards, because you can have a really fucking amazing, grounded, thriving relationship and know who the fuck you are and hold standards and be able to implement boundaries and be really loving and supportive to one another with that. Like I think of some of my relationships with my friends and for the longest time I would like do everything for everyone else because I wanted to be like the nice girl. I wanted to be liked. I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be accepted. And I got, was, was taught pretty much at a young age that the word selfish was something to be feared. The word selfish was something to be Like if you are selfish, you're like the worst scum of the earth. Like that was the idea around that word. And the times that I was called that, it was like, not because when I look at it from an objective standpoint, I was very young and there's no way that I was actually being selfish, but it was probably because the person who said it to me was triggered in some way and I wasn't doing what they wanted me to do. So criticism is the best way to get people, to shame people, I should say, into doing what you want or manipulating them. And even that idea of manipulating someone else to 
make you happy. Like in the long run, it's not going to work. And I was actually having a conversation about this with one of my friends. She sent me a quote from like a relationship coach who's a male relationship coach that's really well known. And I said, oh my God, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> Not him in general. Like, he's sure he's a really sweet guy, but some of the stuff he says really triggers me and really upsets me. And um, it does has nothing to do with like him, but how he says it is like pretty much in order to like get a man to stay with you, you have to like manipulate and you have to like change who you are in order for them to get with you. And it just brings up these times in my life when I remember when I was 11 years old, I brought this book and I'm not going to say what the book's name is because once again, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus (laughs) and I'm not trying to throw that relationship coach under the bus. Some of the stuff he says is incredibly valuable. And I think everyone and their teachings is valuable no matter how it might like rub me the wrong way. So this book that I bought when I was like 11 or 12 or something like that, I took it to Hawaii because we went on like a family vacation to Hawaii. And I remember just wanting so badly to have this guy like me or something like that. And so I bought this book that pretty much was like how to get a guy to like you. And I followed it to a T. And for a long time, I was really good at like manipulating men into liking me because I could be like a chameleon and change my personality and change who I was. And I was, (laughs) I had an acting background. So it's like, it was very easy for me to like manipulate. And I was never fucking happy or fulfilled because I was always so scared of them finding who the real me was or figuring out, wow, like Danielle actually has emotions. Or I was so terrified of being like, quote, quote, crazy. And like all these things that we fear so much being ourselves will get us. And it just made me so mad. And so I was talking to her and I'm like, yeah, I just like hate that advice because it's pretty much like change everything about who you are to make people like you. And it's like, wait, what if you just ask yourself, do I fucking like me? And if I was 11 years old, if I could go back, like no regrets, hashtag no regrets, not even a letter. If you get that quote, we are the Millers. That is like such a fucking good movie. Anyways, but if you think about it, like no regrets or whatever, but if I went back to like an 11 year old self and I was sitting there reading that book and I saw myself do that, I would have asked myself like, do I like me? Because it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks as long as you like you. And obviously I hold a very, very strong belief that like no one is evil. No one is wrong. No one is bad at a core. It's like acting from wounded places, acting from places that aren't healed, acting from places where you are not safe to be expressed in who you are, where people hold so much resentment and all these anger and like greed. And it's just a lack. It comes from a lack of everything. It comes from this idea that we have a lack of money, this idea that we have a lack of time, this idea that there's a lack of love, this idea that there's a lack of positions and job opportunities. And, and, oh my God, like people, when they are in a place of stress and anxiety, because they feel like time is running out or resources are running out, they do crazy ass things. Right. But if we just flipped our script and we filled ourselves up so much, there would literally be no hate in the world. There would literally be no like rudeness or need to like push other people down because you would feel so so safe and energetically satiated and and just full. You would feel so fucking good about yourself that you wouldn't feel any need to destroy anyone else. You would just your cup would overflow with love. Like you'd want to love people more. When I am so secure in myself and I feel like I'm really honoring my boundaries and I'm really proud of myself and 
I'm so in love with who I am. I am like way more in love with everyone else. I like don't pick apart anyone. I'm like, come as you are, be who you are. Like, how can I help you more? Like all that stuff. Like I just want to help and I just want to love more and I just want to be there for other people. And I, I just feel so full that I feel this need to like support others even more. And even in my work, like when I show up to my work and I'm so full and I feel so good, it's like, I just want to give you guys so much value. I just want to give you guys so much love. And it just comes from me being filled with my own self-love that overflows into you. That overflows into the work that I teach. That overflows into every part of my life. My relationships are better. Like my relationships, my friends are fucking amazing because we hold ourselves to these boundaries and these standards of what we get to have and who we get to be and how we get to exist in each other's lives. And like, we're so real with each other. We're so open in our communication. It's just so good. And we ask for what we want and we fucking get it. Like if I'm like, Hey, I'm having a really rough day today and I can't really talk right now or anything like that. Like my friends will be like, okay, cool. I totally honor that call me when you're ready. And we don't hold it against each other. And we also don't make it mean anything about us because we are so secure in who we are. And you probably totally hear my dog going nuts right now (laughs) because we just ordered pizza and I'm so excited. So I was like, I have to come up and record this episode and then I'm going to go eat pizza. So get on my level, everyone get on my level. So I apologize for the craziness of Tucker right now, who's going nuts. But It's so good. And I don't feel this fear of asking my friends too and saying, hey, are you like, if I need to talk something out, I will ask them, hey, are you in an energetic and emotional space to like listen right now? Or like, I have some things to tell you or like, where are you at? And my friends will be like, hey, you know what? I'm actually like really tapped out right now, or I need to go take a nap, but maybe call you later and stuff like that. Because it doesn't help anyone if, if like someone is at their wits end and I'm like, not having the space to actually share my heart because they're, they don't have the space to hold me in that, right. And hold my emotions in that and hold space for me to process in that. Like it doesn't help anyone because on one end they're going to be super resentful of me because they're going to feel like even more is getting piled on them. And I'm going to be resentful of them because they don't have the space to listen to me. And I'm going to feel like unheard and I'm not going to feel like I'm being supported. Right. So it's just, works for everyone to really be honoring ourselves and tapped into us. And like, that's when you don't lose yourself in relationships. And that's when you don't lose yourself in work or in coaches or in other things that happen in life because you're so secure in who you are. And then if people don't rise up to meet you where you're at and they fall away, yes, you still have to grieve them in your life. You have to grieve the relationship or you have to grieve that person because they're not going to be a part of your life anymore in that way because they can't give you what you need or they can't rise up to what the standard that you've created in your life. That means clients, everything. And yes, you have to let go of them and you have to grieve that process and you have to feel your feelings through that. But then you're so fucking proud of yourself because you spoke up and you stood your ground and you stood your boundaries. And no one can take that away because you honored yourself so much. And now you know what you want. I always, I have this little prayer that I say in my head for when things don't work out with someone or when, um, a client falls away or when someone doesn't sign up for a program and they said they would. And like, it's like weirdness or something like that. I just say in my head, I say, thank you so much for teaching me what I want 
and what I need. And so, or thank you for showing me what I want and thank you for teaching me what I need. And even I recently had the end of a relationship where I asked for something that I needed and just they couldn't provide it. And so it was the end of a relationship. And anytime I feel sad about it or anytime that I feel really like hurt by it or something like that, I just think in my head, I'm like, okay, thank you for showing me what I want, which is like, thank you so much. And like having gratitude for the experiment experience because it was amazing in so many different ways. And thank you for showing me what I need. And thank you for teaching me what I need, which is like, thank you so much for all the amazingness. And thank you for teaching me what I need. And so now I know what I need in a relationship moving forward, or now I know what I need in my life moving forward. And it's just more information for me so that I can continue to hold the standard in my life of what I want and really honor myself. Does that make sense? So this idea of selfishness, it's like the more selfish and the more self-obsessed and the more like in love with me that I can be, it's not cocky because the energy of cockiness is like, I'm actually not secure in myself. So let me project onto you to try to make you think that I'm secure. And it's not this energy of greed because greed is like, there's not enough money. Let me do really manipulative things to get the money. And it's not this energy of, I have to manipulate people to like me. So it's not this scarcity of clients or, or this fear of competition or something like that. It's just, you're so secure in who you are. So you can show up with an open heart unapologetically for your life, for your business, for everything. And you can radiate out so much that you call in what you want. I do this one exercise that's really powerful and potent, and I'll be doing it in this challenge that I'm going to share with you guys at the end of this. It's a free challenge. You're going to fucking love it. It's going to be so, so good. So in this exercise, it's called the lighthouse exercise. And it's pretty much like tapping into that inner light that you have within you so that you can call in everything that you want, like a lighthouse. You're not trying to manipulate the waves. You're not trying to see what's going on in the ships over there and like stuff like that. You're just a strong, sturdy structure and you just radiate and you call in what you want. And sometimes you might call in some stuff that you don't want, but you're still strong in who you are. You're still a lighthouse. Just because you call in something that you don't want, like maybe a storm comes around or something like that, you're still a sturdy structure in who you are. You don't change who you are based on something that happens. You don't shift who you are based on a circumstance or something like that. You feel unconditional with yourself. You feel unshakable in who you are. And that's the most powerful thing of being hashtag self-obsessed, which is that is the challenge that I will be running for the next 10 days. We start tomorrow. If you jump in on a later date, whatever, that's fine. I'm doing a giveaway. I'm giving over a thousand dollars worth of prizes. You get to win either a one-on-one session with me with a one week support. Um, that's my unlimited support offer, which is like one week, which is just crazy. I'm crazy for offering this, but I fucking love you guys. So like, oh, I'm so excited about it. Then you also have a chance to win two other prizes and combined it's worth over a thousand dollars so get in on this challenge all you have to do is participate share your work online like show your humans on social media that you are 
doing this work with me that, and I'm going to do it with you guys too. And that's the best fucking part about this. It's 10 days to plug back in and anchor into who you are, anchor into your soul. And this is perfect for you. If you lose yourself in relationships, this is perfect for you. If you lose your voice amongst coaches, or you feel like you put people up on a pedestal and like lessen who you are like this 10 days is completely free right now. Eventually I'm going to take it down and make it something amazing. But right now you have limited access to this to take 10 days to commit to yourself for 10 days, commit to you, commit to anchoring into who you are. And I guarantee it'll change the way that you view your life, your business, your relationships, every fucking thing. And I bet you you're going to feel so different by the end of it that you're just going to feel like you fucking radiate out and you call in everything that you've always wanted and desired in relationships in business in friendships in, in, in it all really. So if that's what you want to join me with, go to daniellerusso.com slash self-obsessed upon your signup. I'm actually also giving you a free gift. This is one of my favorite meditations that I've ever, ever, ever created And it's more of like a visualization exercise. It's really fucking good. It's called the take the motherfucking space meditation. This is a meditation for you to tap into your inner power right away. So sign up. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but it's daniellederuso.com slash self-obsessed. It's so, so good. Okay. I've been posting all about it on my social media. So if you don't follow me already, I'm at daniellederuso, D-A-N-I-D-R-I-U-S-S-O, on the social medias. You can find me everywhere. Okay. Well, not everywhere, but like Instagram and Facebook is where I hang out mainly, but I've been posting all about it. So come hang out with us, join the people who have already signed up. We've already had like a flood of people signed up. My goal is to get this work to a hundred people. So help me in that work, help me in that mission. This is going to change lives. This is also going to cause such an amazing ripple effect because the more full that you are, the more fulfilled that you are, the more sturdy you are and who you are, it is going to radiate out. You're going to elevate everyone around you. You're going to elevate your clients. You're going to elevate your, your family. You're going to elevate your relationships. So everyone who your energy touches is naturally elevated because you're going to feel so secure in yourself. And if you've ever hung out with someone who's really negative all the time, you're like, Oh, I get around them. And I'm like really, really negative because they're negative. It's the same idea when you are around someone who's really secure in themselves, who's confident, who feels amazing in their skin, who loves themselves so much. You naturally feel secure in who you are. You naturally feel elevated by their presence. And don't you want to do that for everyone in your life? Don't you want to do that for the world? It's going to be so fucking good. I want to get this work to hundreds of people. So if you love this episode, share it. If you want to sign up for that challenge, link is below. Also, just go find me on the Instagrams and I posted it everywhere. It's in the link in my bio there too. And I cannot wait to see you in this challenge. I cannot wait for you to win the prizes. I love you guys so much. Kick ass, take names, change the world, and I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership love and unfiltered voice, then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Druso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues, okay? So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. 
And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes, okay? And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.